Hey, what's going on? Strat Soldier here with the podcast in force. The only podcast with me, the Strat Soldier, looking at the market through the eyes of the Strat. It happened. The FOMO report. Oh, let me let me do it right. The FOMC report. The FOMC report. The Fed. It it came out yesterday. Okay. Today is February 2nd, and the Fed report came out. I I started to, you know, I want you guys to know what words and, you know, what the actual names of things are. That's important. The FOMC report from the Fed and uh, Jay Powell and uh, Jerome Powell talking about inflation, talking about the markets and what they're going to do to reduce inflation. And everybody's been scared about it. I call it the FOMO report. Why? Because as soon as it comes out, everybody gets FOMO. Everybody, you know, spends the rest of the day talking about how they should have bought calls or how they should have got puts or how, you know, they had puts and calls. You know, some people had calls on their puts. It was a ridiculous mess. <laughs> it always is. But uh, the so I call it the FOMO report. But the Fed says it will continue to reduce its balance sheet as planned. But inflation has eased somewhat, but remains elevated. The U.S. Fed interest rate decision actual was 4.75 versus the 4.50 previous estimated 4.75. So uh, 4.75%. So that the market, the market took that as all right. Jay Powell says, you know, inflation has eased. He's not going to, he's not going to raise, you know, 50 basis points right now. You know, this is, this is the time. This is the time to buy. And that's exactly what they did. (laughs) That's exactly what they did. It went super, it went blast into the highs. They had a really nasty, let's, let's look at the charts for real. Let's look at the charts. Today is February 2nd again. uh, And then the FOMO, uh, the FOMC report was yesterday. So the FOMO report came out yesterday at 2.30 Eastern Standard Time, 2.30 p.m. And what happened? We Let's look at all our charts. Um, looking at the 60-minute chart uh, right at, uh, yep, right here, right here. Looking at February 1st at 2.30, okay? 2:30 Eastern Standard Time. The price got the price opened that hour at 4:04. Yes, there's some pennies. Go to the S&P 500 uh, chart on whatever platform you use. If you do not have a subscription to any uh, trading software, you can get on. Uh, you can get on TradingView. It's completely free. Just type in TradingView. Go to a chart. Type in SPY. Uh, SPY you will see that there's a big giant green bar on the screen okay that on on february 1st and that's at the toward the end of the day that um it opened up at 404 traded all the way down to 402 okay two dollars down everybody's like oh here it comes you know what i mean he's on the mic it's about to get crazy and then Started trading up on a smaller time frame, probably the third minute, probably 15. We have to look at the 15-minute charts. It got back up to 404. Okay, this we're still talking about the same hour of trading. Once it got past 406, 
we were like, hold on a second. Hold on. Okay. Then it took out uh, the first target at 406. Then it took out, actually, it took out the whole target at 406. Then it took out the next target at 407. 407. And everybody went, it's game on. Game on. Uh, everybody, the institutional buyers, traders, investors, everybody said it is game on when she got the 407 and then and did, did not reverse. Blast off. All right. And it went all the way to it, it, that candle at the high of that hour uh, ended or got to 411. Okay. And then that candle ended at 411 and 411.26. Okay. So $411, 26 cents. Once we hit 410 and listen to last week's, or, you know, last, listen to the last episode, uh, watch me on the weekend shift. Uh, listen, I've been talking about on Twitter, Twitter spaces as well. Once we got to 410, that triggered, I, that triggered a two up on the month and then a two, two reversal on the quarter. And as soon as it did that, I, I, hopefully I wasn't creating any kind of FOMO. That's not what I want to do. Uh, but as soon as it hit four ten, post the charts, take screenshots, post the charts. It, we are two, two reversal up on the quarter. That was a big deal. That was a huge deal. Okay. Cause that meant uh, you have an actual macro signal that says, Time to start buying. Okay, you have actual evidence that the buyers are here for real, and that doesn't mean we're going to go straight to. And I want to clarify: that doesn't mean we're going to go straight to all-time highs. Okay, doesn't mean we're going to go back to what was it, 480, 480 all-time high. That doesn't mean that. What that does mean is uh, our next target on the quarterly chart is 431, 431. Now. That's about 20 bucks, if I'm doing the math right, 20, 21 bucks, and, and some change, of course. So it's not, it's not too significant. You know what I mean? It's not crazy. It's not crazy, crazy. All right. It's not, uh, it's not completely, um, it's not, it's, you know, it's, it's not plausible. Excuse me. It's not, not plausible. Ugh, too many words. Um, it can definitely happen. Okay. 430 can definitely happen. The buyers just have to keep buying. Okay. And then here's February 2nd. What did it do? Um, open price opened up at, uh, 414 traded down. Okay. Everybody's going, we knew some profit taking was going to happen. And a lot of people were like, Oh, here it comes. Here comes the bears saying, we told you, we told you. So here it comes it's going back to the lows. Trade it right back up, formed a Momo hammer on that uh, that first hour, and then that that Momo hammer again, just a hammer, went in force above uh, the next hour above four fourteen, at four fifteen, four fifteen, and once it got above four fifteen, again, buyers still in here, okay, and it kind of you know it didn't completely blast off uh, into the highs. We finally got the, the high of today was uh, February 2nd. The high was 418. That was amazing to see. 418. Um, see that 430 doesn't seem too crazy now, does it? All right, 418. And uh, then we started trading back down. All right, people got what the buyers got what they wanted. They got to 418. Then we had two, two, uh, three, two reversal down. Uh, 
meeting on at 1.30 Eastern Standard Time, February 2nd. The price traded all the way up to 4.18 and then seller people started taking profits and it got all the way down to 4.15. The next hour traded below the previous hour. So at, at 2.30 p.m., we traded, started trading below 4.14, 4.15, I'm sorry, we started trading below 4.15, and we got all the way down to 4.13, all right? Then the last hour, uh, we started trading back up above 4.15 and into, and we, we ended the day at 4.16. We ended the day at 4.16. So the buyers are still here. All right. We knew some profit taking was going to happen. Tomorrow is Friday. Today's a Thursday. Today's a Thursday. Trying to stay on my schedule of doing these episodes uh, on or just around, you know, the first of the month and also the 15th. So trying to stay on schedule. And I just wanted to, you know, digest like everybody just kind of digest what's going on. You know, think about, you know, okay, this is what the buy, you know, everybody's buying. What is this, you know, what does this actually mean? Everybody's drawing trend lines. And which brings me to the topic of this episode, execution. Yeah, execution. No matter what you're drawing, no matter what you're seeing, no matter what, uh, you got to remember that these charts and these trends, uh, these charts that we're, we're looking at, okay, we are trying to identify a trend and we're trying to identify that trend and then create a winning position on that trend and, and get some freaking profit, right? <laughs> Take some profit. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing all this for. Technical analysis, um, uh, you know, ICT with this fair value gaps, um, you know, Elliott waves, uh, point and figure charting, uh, you know, Dow theory, all this, all this, the strat, all this stuff, all the stuff, all these things are about uh, using the trend that you are seeing play out and executing it in such a way where you can benefit from it. You know, you can make some money off of it. Okay. And that's up to you. All right, because there are people using the strat all kind of different ways. Some people are buying, uh, some, some people are buying stocks and then calls along with it. Some people are buying, um, you know, some people are selling puts while the things, while everything's going to the highs. You know what I mean? So there's, there's a lot of people doing a lot of different stuff. Some people are swing traders. Some people are day traders. Some people are you know, we got a guy who trades seven second cycles. I've, that's crazy. <laughs> I don't know how I, he sent us, he's, he sends me videos a lot about, you know, trading seven second cycles. It's amazing. And he's doing it. You can see him trading, but, uh, it's, that's, it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> how can you, uh, man, it's nuts. Anyway, it's, it's to see all to see him do that. That's amazing. So no matter what time frame you're using, no matter what style of trading you or methodology that you're using, we are doing it to capture and benefit or identify a trend, execute a trade to make money off of that, you know, in the trend, okay? Profit from the trend that we're seeing, okay? A lot of people were, again, the bears were, you know, they were saying that we were going to go to the lows on that short week in January. They said, we're going to lows. 
you know, here we go. Did that happen? Absolutely not. Okay, you, you talked, you heard about me uh, having to cut puts on Apple, having to cut puts on Southwest Airlines. You know, everything's going to the highs. And then we, uh, and then that, and then the bear said, "Hey, you know, there's it can't. Here comes the Fed. You know, Jay Powell's going to get mad because we've seen he's there's been four weeks of straight buying, and the market's all the way up past four hundred. You know, uh, you know, you know, four oh five. He's going to be." He's gonna be irritated, and he's gonna he's gonna raise you know, the interest rates so high that it wrecks the market. Did that happen? No, no, it did not. Then, and so now what they're saying is, you know, look at the downtrend. Look at the downtrend. It's gonna get. It has to go higher before it can go lower. We're gonna get wrecked. It's get, get ready for the market to just go into all time lows. It's it's you know it, it's here it comes. So. Referring back to my episode, uh, my last episode, uh, price discounts everything. You know, another way of saying that is price disregards everything is because the market does not, the the market is just showing data and it does not care what you, what trend lines you have drawn. It doesn't matter what, what channels you got drawn, what wedges, what reversals you see, you know, strap reversals you see, uh, it doesn't matter. Broadening formations, time frame continuity, doesn't matter because anything can happen. And you have to be able to execute your trades in such a way that you can create a winning position, add to it, and then keep pushing your stops toward the price until you get stopped out with profit. That's it. That's it. There's only two things you can do as a trader. Buy and sell. Okay? <laughs> buy and sell. All right? And we're all trying to do the same thing. Make money off of the market. All right, and, and like I said in the last episode, the market's trying to do the same thing to us. They're trying to make money, you know, take money from us. Okay, and you can't blame the market. Please don't do this either. Don't blame the market for your losses. Okay, don't blame the market for your losses, just like you don't blame the market for your wins. Okay, you have a good trade, you make 50 bucks on this trade, you make 300 bucks on this trade. You don't go, you know, you don't, you don't start, you know, blaming the market for your trades going in your favor. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't do that. That sounds weird. But when it comes to your losses, you know, most, most people start, you know, the algos, the algorithms are screwing me. The, you know, there's, there's people out here stop hunting me, you know, the market makers, oh, the evil market makers, yeah, there's people out there doing heinous stuff, and there's people running prices up and then and then dropping it into the lows. Yeah, there's people doing that wacky stuff. But uh, hopefully, you know, knowing the strat and knowing anything about trading, you can see that stuff happening and not get caught up in that. Uh, one thing I did not get caught up in that everybody uh, was talking about was LCID. 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 Uh, Lucid is a stock that um, that's another one of those alternative energy stocks like, you know, because Tesla's going to the highs, you know, there's sympathy buyers, you know, buying Lucid because they're related in some type of way. So Lucid goes from $8 to 17 bucks. And I said, whoopity do. <laughs> it went from $10 to 17 uh, if you look at the actual actionable 
the actionable signals on the month. Uh, the previous month, uh, the previous pre- previous month high was ten dollars, and once the price traded above that uh, for January above ten dollars, it went to seventeen, and everybody was freaking out. Options were going nuts. People were, you know, some some options went uh, was at five hundred. 500,000%, which is something amazing. Like, I can't even fathom that. And everybody was, you know, doing everything they can to get into LCID. And I stay away from stuff like that, that meme stock stuff, that meme stock price action, where it's just, it's a spike. You know what I mean? It's it's a spike into the price to the highs. And, and then what, what happens after a spike? Everybody takes their profits, they get out of it, and and then you got bag holders just sitting there doing, you know, holding the bag. <laughs> um, bag holders, you know, because there's, uh, there's people that bought this thing at $17 and they're still holding it. And if you look at the chart of LCID and go to an hourly chart, you could see the highest it's gotten up is 13 bucks, and then the end of the day at 12 you know, trading sideways, okay, or ranging, if you're, if you're in the technical analysis, ranging, trading sideways, doing nothing, doing nothing, and there are buyers that just, they bought, whether it's $17, you know what I mean, or hopefully they bought at $10, you know what I mean, and they held it, and they made some money, and they're, they're holding it, hoping it goes back to 17 but in all reality, if it, if they test the highs, test the lows, and if it doesn't keep moving up, the 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 people that are holding this, they're going to get out, and then the price is going to keep going lower. Okay, anybody that tells you that they don't they don't trade with emotions, no, that they're not really telling you the whole truth. What they are able to do is manage their emotions when they're executing, when they're trading, but people are people trade with emotions. Okay. Bar charts are the prominent way of gauging the emotion of the market. It just is, okay? That's a true statement. And when you see that your stock is not going up, you bought this thing at $17, you bought this thing at, you know, and it's not moving up and you're you're just hoping it keeps going up so you can get your money back, you know, or you bought it at 10 and you're hoping it gets back up to 17, wouldn't that be great? You know, because I didn't take profits on this. Wouldn't it be great if it gets back up to 17 again? Um, then it just keeps going sideways for, you know, how many days? You know, maybe it goes on for a couple more weeks. And then people go, this thing's doing nothing. And they sell. <laughs> okay. Uh, you have to be able to deal with that. Okay. Um, because the price will go down. Same thing in the SPY. Um, Diamonds and Dow Jones and QQQ kind of doing the same thing. And with Apple earnings, Apple earnings came out today. Uh, the phone sales were not that great. People not really excited about the phones. You can say whatever you want. You know, hey, you know, the battery is no good. People are tired of getting a new phone every, you know, every 18 months because they just come out with a new phone every 18 months, which is basically the same phone uh, as the previous phone. You know, you could say whatever you want. Sales uh, really low on Apple earnings, not that great. So we'll see what they open up at tomorrow. Apple is 2-2 reversal up on the month. 
which means this month, the price action of Apple this month, even though it's the second day of February, is trading higher than in January. So we want to be in something like that, okay? February 2nd, it closed the day at, at um, 150, 150 bucks, Apple. And then po uh, aftermarket, after its earnings, it was sitting around 145, 146. Nothing, you know, nothing too dramatic. So we'll see what, what happens. Um, again, you have to be able to execute. You have to be look at the screen and go, okay, Apple is a gap down, right? It hasn't opened yet, okay? I'm just, this is theoretical, okay? Let's just say it opens gap down and people are getting out of it. People are getting out of it. People are getting out of it. Oh, here's the second hour. The second hour is trading above the highs of last hour, the previous hour. The buyers are getting back in this thing, okay? That could be a you know a good entry into the reversal on the month, okay? Um, you have to be able to execute it. If this thing goes to the lows, and uh, again, remember, just because it's two two reversal up on the quarter, this quarter's traded higher than the last quarter, doesn't mean we're going to all time highs. I'm just saying the next price price target is four thirty. Once it gets to four thirty it could totally reverse and go straight back to the lows. Okay, remember, uh, if you watch me on my in, uh, the weekend shift, remember that uh, the year in SPY is an inside year. Okay, we are trading like pretty much in the middle to low range of last year. Okay, last year's like range. Okay, so, you know, even if we get to 430, we're still dead in the middle of last year's range. So, like I said, if we can get to 430 and they say, okay, institutional buyers say, okay, we made our money, time to dump it. You know, um, that could happen too. So, whether you're drawing channels, whether you're drawing, uh, you're using ICT, uh, you know, market structure, which is the same thing as a broadening formation, um, whether you're using seasonality, whether you're looking at the news, whether you are, you know, whatever you're doing, um, identify, I want you to be good at identifying the trend and then identifying an entry and taking that entry on that trend, okay? Green means buy, red means sell, okay? Green means they're buying it. Red means they are selling it, okay? Don't let anybody trick you into doing some contrarian thing, okay? Uh, we're not fading here, all right? All right, I want you to be able to know how to do this stuff for real. Uh, we're not fading. Fading is is uh, um, buying put positions or sell or short selling stocks as, it, as it's in the highs without an actionable signal to go to the lows, okay? That means you are, you know, buying put options uh, while the stock is still green, thinking it's gonna, it, it you know, they got, they got to start. It's gonna, it's got to reverse. It's gonna reverse. You know, I'm not really in the fading. Um, that's not my thing. I don't, I don't want to. I'm not a contrarian trader. I want to trade in the direction of the trend. Uh, I got a pretty good, uh, I got a small position in Tesla. And video was really good. Uh, and uh, Netflix. Really good small positions, but I know I can manage those small positions with my shares and keep pushing my stops up until I get stopped out for, stopped out with profit. Okay, I can keep going. I can go to work. I can deal. I can do what I need to do at work without, uh, you know, constantly checking my phone. 
Um, execution. Execution. If you execute a trade and your heart starts pounding, I don't know if this is going to work. That means two things. That means you either got too much size, okay, you bought too many contracts, or you bought too many shares, or you are not confident in the entry that you just took. Okay? I'd rather you just cut that thing and, you know, either size down or get back in or get in on a good reversal. All right, in the direction of the trend, okay? All right. Execution. Uh, plan your trades. Plan your trades and then journal uh, what the results were because you can't. Uh, it can only improve on stuff you measure. I do believe that. I do believe that. Um, even the little things. You don't, you, know, you don't have to make a ton of money. I, I was talking to one of my really good friends and I made a good uh, I bought some call. I bought a call on Apple as it's going to the highs. It hits the, um, it hits my target, and I just took the profit. That was a big deal for me. It was like sixty bucks. You know, so what? You know, uh, to most people they're like, so what? But that was a good trade for me, and it felt great. It felt great because it built up my confidence. That's something I can journal. That's something I can write down and go, okay. Made 60 bucks on this call. Here's my expiration date. Here's the delta that I took. You know, um, if I see that type of situation again, you know, I can, I, I can, I can act on that with confidence. Okay. Doesn't mean it won't, it'll work every time, but at least I can trade it with confidence. Okay. And then, uh, you know, I know where to put my stops. Um, and then that, that same thing about get, getting stopped out too. That's something you can also journal about your execution. They, you know, I had this trade. I didn't feel great about it. It did go against me just like it, you know what I mean? Uh, I thought it was going to. I just cut it. It's very small loss. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, it's probably like 10 bucks. You know, 10 actual dollars. You know, not not options money. <laughs> options traders were like, it was $10. Like, oh, you mean $1,000. No. Um, you know, uh, small loss, 10 bucks. You know, small loss, you know, 25 bucks. It, it didn't feel right anyway, you know? Um, that's fine. You can still be happy and proud of yourself for cutting that trade. Okay. Not letting the losses, uh, get bigger. Okay. That's also something you can be proud of. Uh, uh, took small loss. I had three trades this week, small losses, not not a good week, but did not take large losses. That's something you can journal. That's something to be proud of. And then next week, because things change in this market all the time, um, you know, you know, you'll know what to do, and you'll feel better at trading because of uh, measuring your progress. And then you'll get to a point where, like, created winning position, added right here, uh, took my profits here, just took the profit, took the whole thing, took the magnitude. Then you'll get to a point where you're just like, okay, here was my entry took my profit. Uh, no, no, here's my entry. Here's what I added. And then here's where I took profits, uh, a partial. I took, uh, half my position off here and I left the runner. I left the rest of it run. And then the runner made more than the original position. That's stuff you can journal. Okay. You'll get it. <laughs> you will, you will execution, execution. Um, a lot of stuff, a lot of people out there, again, uh, Price discounts everything. Know what you're looking at on the charts. Understand what you're seeing. Okay. Every, you know, these bar charts, 
tell a story. These candles tell a story. Know what the story is. Okay? And know what the most aggressive participation group is. Is it the buyers or the sellers? And then trade in the direction of the trend. That's what I want you to do. Execute it. Be confident. Journal it. Learn from it. And then and then get back in there. You know what I mean? A lot of people saying the market's going to go to the lows. Don't start shorting it till it actually starts doing it. Okay? Don't. Don't start buying put options until things go red, okay? Um, and if it starts, and if it does start going red, keep pushing your stops up until you get stopped out with profit on your long positions, okay? And then, then you, if you know, if you decide, you can start buying put options. If you're not good at options, just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. You took your money and run. Okay, watch it. Watch, watch the charts. Watch Twitter and then watch everybody laugh. I mean, excuse me, laugh at everybody while they're scrambling to figure out what's going on in the market. And there's ZODTE and all that crap. <laughs> oh man, there's a lot of good people doing a lot of good things. Um, just know what you're doing. Be confident in what you're doing and trade with uh, people that do what you do. Okay, that's all I got for you right now. This is the Strat Soldier with the podcast in force. Um, hopefully this will, uh, you know, turn to a big thing and, uh, we'll get some guests on here and stuff like that. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. This is the Strat Soldier for the podcast in force. I'll talk to you guys in about two weeks. Peace.